Hey, welcome to Transform Pain to Power, the podcast about what it really takes to resolve pain and the simple, unconventional yet proven techniques to get you there most quickly. Listen in for high-level creative conversation to inspire you to engage with the life that you want in a body that you love. Hello and welcome to episode 21. Hey everyone, how's it going? How are you today? I'm Molly Jager and I'm your host today. So my husband told me that I never actually say my name in any of these episodes and he keeps trying to remind me and I keep forgetting. So maybe we can remedy that. I'm Molly Jager. I'm the founder of Move to Nourish and this podcast. And today's podcast, I want to be a little bit more casual and, you know, um, we're going to look at some things that are more on the comical side of life (laughs) because that's important and we often forget to do that. We're always so serious or often are. And one of the things I am actually like literally working on in my own personal life is finding joy, gratitude, and humor. Just what is the other spin on this situation or these circumstances that I can find? And I had a really interesting experience with that today on my way home from Portland. So I have, I'm like in a wonderful situation right now. My kids are away at a birthday party for the afternoon, which is so awesome. And my husband is also away who he's went to go hang out with friends for the weekend. So I have the whole house to myself for like, I don't know, hopefully two more hours. (laughs) It's amazing. It's like the most amazing gift ever that I could have as a parent with two young children and where my husband and I both work from home. It's so incredible. I'm like, a overnight stay at a five-star hotel or a few hours at home alone. <laughs> it's like, hmm, I have to think about that one. I don't know. So here I am, and I thought, what a perfect opportunity to sit down here and talk to you all about this hilarious, interesting experience that I had on my drive back from Portland to my house. So I'm going to tell you about it. And basically, the gist of today's episode is all about um, your brain, (laughs) like as they all are, right? No, like being able to perceive your brain without some, with a little bit of levity, you know, like, or lightness, because it's hilarious. Trust me, it's so funny. life is so much nicer when we can all have a laugh. And I'm going to also talk about giving yourself, how to give yourself space to experience this perspective, because that's another thing that is really part of, of levity and lightness is there has to be space. If we're cramming our lives full all the time, then we're going to be crammed and we're going to be pressurized, and we're going to be operating by default, reactionary mode. So I had this wonderful opportunity, which was the drive home. 
and I'll share that with you. And hopefully you'll get a little bit of insight and enjoy the episode as well. Um, want to say, first of all, that I had a great free workshop this last Thursday with everybody that came. It was so awesome. Thank you so much to those who came. And the recording is out there. If you haven't received it yet, reach out to me and I'll make sure that you get it. It was so wonderful and really some, just some really awesome stuff always comes out in those workshops. So make sure that you're there for the next one so that you can get some of that really good stuff yourself. All right. So here's what happened to me today. I was in Portland with my husband and he was going to stay and I was going to come home in order to drop my kids off at this birthday party that they wanted to go to. And there's about an hour drive from Portland to where we live. And normally what happens when we take this drive, which is quite frequent, um, we give the kids one of our phones so they can listen to an audiobook in the back seat. And then we get to hang out and have a conversation. Or if I'm by myself, I'll often listen to a podcast, right? And the one thing about this drive also is that the signal is really bad. So it's like you don't get great cell phone signal even if there are places where it's completely dark. And also the radio. And I rarely listen to the radio anyway. But even if there was a good program on that I was interested in, I wouldn't be able to listen to it at least for the majority of the drive home. So we leave my friend's house, we get in the car, and both of my kids have a new graphic novel. Well, one of them is new to them, the other one's read it before, and they're like totally into it. Their faces are in their books, they're not even like paying attention or hearing what I'm saying to them. So I'm like, awesome. They can read their graphic novel and I can listen to a podcast up front. This is going to be a great drive home. Perfect. So I get myself all ready, get my podcast that I want to listen to going on my phone and then we head off. Somewhere in the back of my mind, I was like, this might not work out perfectly in the way that I want to do. So, you know, never, right? This is like Murphy's Law. Um, And of course, about five minutes into the drive, one of my kids was like, mommy, can I listen to, you know, whatever it is that she wants to listen to on my phone. And I was like, all right, (laughs) here we are at a juncture. (laughs) And here you can make a decision. Are you going to tell her to wait for 10 minutes so you can have 10 more minutes? Or are you going to give it to her? What are you going to do? And I was like, well, whatever. Why delay the inevitable? Just give it to her and, you know, have some peace. Enjoy your peace. (laughs) So so I did. And then there I was in the driver's seat. And I was like, okay, I don't have anything to do. I don't have anybody to talk to. Uh, All I have is me, my brain, and this drive. It's beautiful. It's scenic. So just be with yourself for this period of time. And like I'm setting this up as this whole, you know, rigmarole. But I would say that it was very minor, you know. I wasn't like working myself up into a tizzy about it. I could have in the past, very much so. 
But I think one of the things I want to draw out of this episode for you is just how worked up we can get over the tiniest minutia of daily life. And there, what I want to share with you about that is that there is nothing wrong with that. Because often, I think what people, so many people tend to do is just get worked up, right? And just get annoyed and get frustrated and like get worked up into a tizzy and then they're just in the tizzy. And then other pers- people um, get annoyed and worked up and then think, look at me, I'm being so ridiculous, I'm acting like a child, don't get so worked up, stop being stupid, stop being an idiot, like selfish or whatever it is that you perceive about yourself in that moment. And so you get worked up and then you judge yourself, (laughs) which doesn't really help the tizzy, (laughs) doesn't really help you to get unworked up, right? It doesn't help you to get calm. It just helps you to, you know, get more in the habit of criticizing yourself, but it doesn't help any, at any point in the future, it doesn't give you any out. It doesn't give you any way to move in a different direction, right? So I just, first of all, want to lay out that this is what happens. And this is a large part what this episode is all about. Like all of the silly, ridiculousness that your brain, my brain, and what I think many modern brains do when we don't have to be consumed or um, aren't entirely involved with our survival, right? We have a lot of free time. (laughs) We have a lot of conveniences. And we still have a very active, hungry brain. And these are the kinds of things that our brain falls to. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's absolutely 100 million thousand trillion percent normal. So here I was in that situation and I was like, great, what I have is about an hour. I will survive. <laughs> I, I have this thing, um, for some people this won't be immediately recognizable, but I a lot of you will. And I have this thing where I used to be kind of um, uh, OCD about having stuff to do and not being in a situation where I could be bored. Like I'd always have a book to read. I'd always have a podcast to listen to. Like if I ever thought that I might be sitting and waiting for a period of time, it would like drive me crazy. Like I needed something to do and I would be late to something Um, because I would have to run back in and get a book or whatever it is. Back in the olden days, it was a book, okay? In the modern day, it's basically my phone and make sure like the right podcast is downloaded. (laughs) Sometimes it's a little notebook. Ah, the olden days when I used to read. No. Um, So here I was in the car. I was like, okay, I have an hour. When I get home, my kids are going to go away. So that's going to be awesome. And here's what happened. I started driving and this is the wonderful thing, or I was driving. When you have this time and space, when you give it to yourself, what the gift is, 
is experiencing all the things that come up because things will come up. And this is a wonderful opportunity. It's just, in fact, something my friend said a little bit earlier, which is when you're in a committed relationship for a period of time, you can either, we were talking about old folk songs and how so often the man laments his wife. And these are the olden days back when like, you know, we didn't have the opportunity to marry whoever you wanted to or whatever. Um, or the wife laments her husband and then they have this relationship where they're just like stuck in it. And um, my friend was just saying like, that's one option or it's like really an opportunity for all of your stuff to come up and to see and be present for all of the things that you normally avoid, right? That you normally run away from. And so these This is what it is, this container of time of being alone with yourself without stuff to do and just allowing your brain the opportunity to do all the things that your brain will do. And the first thing I noticed was how much my brain wanted to attach to something. And this is something you might find as well. Like as soon as you have this time and space, whether it's in meditation or whether you're waiting for something, your brain is like, all right, what next? Let's go. What can I pay attention to? What's interesting? Anything? 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 Nothing. Anything? No. <laughs> it's just like, it, it doesn't stop. And this is like kind of the initial phase before it gets onto the zone of just being like kind of wandering, you know, just kind of off where you are no longer aware of your brain and it just kind of takes you on a little bit of a ride and you're just there with it one with your brain and so you'll find that like the brain just wants to attach itself to something and one of the things that's so useful about this opportunity giving yourself this opportunity is that you will be able to start to distinguish yourself from your brain. You need to be able to distinguish yourself from your brain. You have you, you have your emotions, you have all the thoughts that happen and all of the beliefs and the thinking and the wanderings of the brain will carry on. Sort of next to you or within you or as a part of your experience of this life, but it is not you. And that is one of the biggest mistakes that we make. We forget. We forget to be able to watch our brain. And so this gives you that wonderful opportunity to just sit back and enjoy this incredibly interesting viewing experience, right? One of the things that happened is that I found myself awake in this moment where I was charging ahead with my car trying to get past some semis because I thought that I might get stuck behind them with a left lane closing. And I was like, like kind of, and then suddenly woke up to myself doing this action. And I was like, oh, look at me. I've all got all worked up. I'm like in a tizzy trying to get past this semi. And I was like, okay, so I had a thought 
and I had a reaction to that. Like, I don't want to get stuck behind this semi. This would be bad. This would be better. Maybe I can take some action around that. And here I am taking the action, the sort of default reactionary um, action that I unconsciously chose and then woke up inside of. And this is something that might happen when you get past that phase where your brain just wanders and you're not sort of conscious and then you come back into consciousness, you kind of wake up when certain things kind of alert you to be awake, right? And so I watched that and then I continued on my journey and then I found myself again behind a car in the left lane that was driving slower than me and I was like come on buddy hello wake up <laughs> just like, are you awake <laughs> talking out loud to this person in front of me and hilariously um this person did not you know move and I was like all right fine I'm gonna pass you and I go over to the right lane and have enough space and I pass this car and as I pass it I have this idea that I could just you know sweep back over to the left lane right in front of them just to let them know that I was there and thankfully my higher thinking brain was like no (laughs) that would not be a good idea because it's first of all unsafe second of all don't be rude. Don't be a rude person. And I was like, yeah, okay, that is a better idea. So thankfully I I checked myself there and carried on and eventually, you know, passed that person safely. But this happened again. Oh, Oh yeah. And then what also happened is that I was kind of like found myself kept, um, keeping on watching that car behind me. Like, are they going to get over? And I could see that this other car had come up behind them and they weren't getting over. And I was like, still like, hello, is that guy even awake? Like, come on. And then this other car passed them on the right, in the right lane. And myself kind of like keep tracking it in the rear view mirror and just kind of like, you know, making all these noises about it. And finally the person got over to the right lane and I was like, finally, (laughs) But the thing that I love about it is that I was like, look at me. This is hilarious. Like I want a part of my brain wants to engage in this completely petty, uh, ridiculous narrative of this story, this like thing that I'm spinning for myself. And I just didn't want to let it go. And I found myself getting involved and observing myself involved in this situation and I could you know you can see it all the time when you look at it it's hilarious so here I was in the in the in the folly and laughing right and you might find yourself doing this and I invite you to have a laugh (laughs) because it's hilarious it's hilarious what we get worked up about it's really funny. And even if you find yourself in that position and you might not necessarily be able to laugh out loud because you're still feeling the emotion, I invite you to still 
open up to the possibility that there might be humor present. So another example about this is uh, the day before my husband and I got into a, I wouldn't necessarily call it an argument, but it was some kind of frustrated miscommunication sort of situation where we couldn't resolve it quickly or easily. We had to go. So we're kind of sitting in the car, both like with a little, just struggling, struggling to try and resolve it within ourselves and between each other. And you know what it's like, you know what it's like. (laughs) And in that moment, I was like, oh, here we are in this place. And I can't find the laughter in myself, the, the physical comedy, but I can see that this is not, um, what can I say? That this is not a problem. That this is just one moment in time, two humans engaged in their own story, trying to like get what they want, get work things out, figure things out, being stuck, being confused. And in fact, there's something really funny about it. But not able in that moment to actually laugh, right? Because I just was like (laughs) still in the struggle. And also he probably would have been mad if I had laughed. I don't think that would have gone over very well. But no, but it was in that moment helped to alleviate the pressure, right? And that's all that this is for. And this is what's so interesting about life, right? Because it's all going to happen, right? We're all going to have to go through it. We're all going to have to go through the challenge, the pain, the struggle, the confusion, the unknown, the uncertainty. It's not possible to to live and to avoid the human experience. And what will help you to do that immensely more than anything else, like don't try to do it. Don't try to, you know, feel light or see comedy. All you have to do is to be able to see yourself independent of your thoughts and to observe your brain and really allow yourself to recognize that you are not your thoughts. You are not your brain. It is just one aspect of what it's like to be a human. It's one aspect of your unique human experience on this planet. And that's really all that it is. In some ways, we want it to be more important, right? Because we want to feel important. We want to feel that our life is meaningful. But we attach meaning to meaningless things. Like that's how we find meaning. And I'm telling you, when you are able to relieve yourself of that um, burden of the story of carrying out meaning through your own life in that way, you can actually find something that is much more meaningful and connect to something that that is genuinely meaningful without you having to try hard. 
<laughs> to make your life meaningful. It's there. It's present for you. Um, so finding a way to detach, detach yourself from your brain, detach yourself from the story that you, that your brain wants to create. Just observe. And in order to do that, you need to give yourself space to observe. You need to give yourself time and space where you can be without stuff to do, distractions for your brain to latch on to. And you need to do it long enough so that your brain goes through this period where it's like, what, what can I do? I'm bored. I want to attach. I'm freaking out. I'm anxious. Whatever it is that your brain goes to, I'm mad. I'm sad. Just general freak out. You need to get past that stage and being in that place and it's okay brain I know you're gonna freak out I know you're freaking out it's fine we're all fine we're just gonna sit here for another moment or drive along this road whatever it is for you get beyond that phase and then other things will start to surface for you and you'll be able to just see you'll be able to just watch you'll be able to just be the observer and have this front seat, front seat view of like the greatest show ever. It's a really good show. I highly recommend it. And it doesn't detract from the significance of you or your life or your mm, challenges. It brings you closer, in fact, to your to the genuine challenges that you will grow from, that are there for you to move through. It will bring you closer to what it is that is genuinely significant to pass through in your unique life. Yeah. So just watch yourself be petty. Don't try to stop it. Don't deny it. <laughs> Do not hide from yourself. Just watch and have a good long laugh. All right. Have a wonderful week. I'll see you soon. everyone for joining me today. It was so nice to have you. Hey, make sure that you take a second now and leave a review on whatever platform that you are listening to this episode on. If you enjoyed the podcast, that would be super awesome. Usually is pretty easy. They try to make it super easy. So just have a look on your phone or whatever device you're looking at and tap some stars or whatever it is that they have there. That would be awesome. It helps people to find the podcast and it's nice to hear from you. So on that note, I want you to know that as of now, this happens to be April 2nd when I'm recording this, I have five spaces open to work with five individual people. Who are the five wonderful individuals that are ready to make a big change in their life and get beyond the stuck place where you are? Who are the five individuals that are ready to resolve their chronic pain, that annoying, burdensome thing <laughs> you want to get on the other side of. I can help you do that in three months or less. If 
you want to find out if that's an option for you, if it's a good fit, then the way to do that is to go to my website. And if you haven't yet, fill out the self-assessment on mind-body pain. Do this anyway, even if you know that it's not the right time for you to work with me for whatever reason. Um, because if you haven't done it yet, you will get so much insight into your personal situation and whatever you're working through. So I highly recommend you do that. And if you go through that and you are like, wow, there's lots of things here that I'd like to figure out and you start to see a pattern there, then you want to book a free consult with me and we'll just get on the phone and chat and find out if this is the right timing and you know program for you to achieve whatever it is that you want in your life so that's happening and those slots will fill so if this is you if you're listening to this and you're like i would like to do that then you're the one you're one of those five people so make it happen for yourself the more you don't the longer you have to wait and look you don't have to you don't have to wait any longer if that's a choice that you want to make just make it all right and either way i will be back next week i hope you have a wonderful week and i will see you soon links are all in the show notes have a good week everybody bye for now